1: Ladies and gentlemen Ladies and gentlemen And now the moment we've been waiting for is here
2: Previously on the Woody and Wilcox Show
3: Tori Spelling, right? Who's with me? I'm with you There was a time when this was what you thought of When you thought of Tori Spelling If you're of a certain age, right? Kids back in the they still run it occasionally on tv and syndication the old beverly hills 90210 i mean we're talking 25 years ago now probably easy
4: Even
3: more. It probably started more than that yeah that's where we first mm-hmm. saw ian Zeering for that matter ian. ian brian austin
0: green
3: lots Perry. of guys with uh long sideburns 35 year old dude still right. in high school But now, of course, we've come to know Tori Spelling as the uh, woman who took a header at the Benihana. (laughs) No longer do we think of Beverly Hills 90210. We immediately think of a 44-year-old actress who I don't know exactly how, but somehow ended up on the hibachi at, at a Benihana in Los Angeles on Easter, by the way. But years ago. Two years ago, as a matter of fact. And still has not been settled, and when I say settled that's because Tori is suing Benny Hanna for her injuries now maybe everybody listening hasn't been to a Benny Hanna I bet a lot of you have or bet something I, similar I bet everybody's been to a restaurant before when was the last time that you tripped and fell onto whatever the cooking implement was Eight four 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 I mean right it seems improbable now. Look, I'm very injury prone. <clears throat> Me, Wilcox, ready to admit it. Uh, I still have trouble imagining how you trip and end up on top of the grill at Benihana. And again, you may say, Well, she's drunk, she's had her issues. We, there have been some issues, I think, that she's been chronicled as having but this was easter obviously we're assuming you know maybe noon or so on an easter something like that i don't know
0: the time may i defend her for a second absolutely
3: i'm trying to defend her myself it's funny so it's hard not to laugh but at the same time i just can't picture it
0: i as a woman i wear high shoes a lot and it's easy if you're wearing heels or something to like get caught on the carpet so I'm guessing that's what happened and then she just fell into the table, right? It's a
3: lot of momentum though. You've been to a Benihana, right? Traditionally around the grill there is Your I chair. don't I'm going to say A A
0: foot and a half
3: of counter space where you would put the plate and the food that you get served. You know, for those who don't know, this is where they make the food at your table. They do the shrimp and the meat and the fried rice, and the dude throws a shrimp in his hat. And he rolls an egg on a spatula, and then he builds a volcano out of onions. It's fantastic. Every place is the same that does the hibachi. It's the same at Benihana as it is everywhere else. But there's a lot of buffer zones. Now this is Unless di- she was in the cooking area, which is where the dude stands, who then shouts and goes, pee-pee boy, and shoots <laughs> water in your mouth.
0: Maybe she tried to catch herself with her butt and then just kind of fell back into it.
3: First of all, it's her forearm that got burned. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, I'm imagining, you know, Heather is right. She starts to fall forward and somehow puts her arms onto the grill surface. But now, by the way, the follow-up is they have a trial date for October, of this year, but she and the Benihana have agreed to have it mediated by a third party prior to the trial. See if they can settle. I haven't seen a dollar amount, but obviously she wants all of her medical bills covered. And one of them, by the way, I mean, they make it sound, her attorneys say she had to have a, and I don't know what this is, a staged surgical excision and skin grafting means that's no joke i mean it was a third degree burn and i don't know that anybody's arguing that so that's a that's a serious burn
0: but i mean i don't see how it's their fault should they have a tiny fence up around the grill
3: that's what i'm asking is how could she be blaming them and that i haven't seen there Mm -hmm. hasn't been anything specific in the media that says this is why she says they're at fault the restaurant by the way says that she tori spelling is responsible for her own injuries due to her failure to conduct herself as a reasonable guest. Don't know what that means either. Words. But uh, they believe she was at fault. And it seems hard to imagine that she wasn't. As bad as the injuries sound.
5: Is this the end of the hibachi grills? The Japanese style sort of steakhouses that we've grown
0: to? Well, look. Just because Tori's spelling falls into a hibachi doesn't mean the whole thing's coming down. We had a '90s really? TV
3: star fall into the grill. Cut That's it down.
4: Right.
5: No more Benihanas. We're folding it's up theory. shop. What about if it was Alan Alda? Would that, if we go back, you know, we go back a decade. You know, if Henry Winkler was to fall into this, is it okay if the fons goes down in a hibachi flame? Look, I'm you naming '70s TV stars and saying
3: they might fall into a grill doesn't. <laughs> Change the fact that it's one person's lawsuit. They're not going to shut down all hibachi restaurants. Right.
5: What about if it was Edith Bunker? That, well, that has nothing to do with oh, it. Oh, I'm on fire!
3: Right. We all remember the time that Mr. Belvedere fell into the fryer at KFC, <laughs> but they didn't shut down Kentucky Fried Chicken for that. Yes, TV stars have battled falling into food prep areas <laughs> as long as we can remember. Remember when Doogie Hauser fell into the roller grill at 7 Eleven? Yes, we all suffered for days after that, but they didn't shut down the hot dogs on those roller grills. They kept going. You know why? Because that's what Doogie Hauser would have wanted. Thank you. He's still with us. USA USA. USA! USA USA. We don't give up because one aging superstar fell into a fryer or grill. Not a superstar. Whatever. Doogie Howser was a superstar.
5: He still is. Right. And
3: PH is the man. I know. He's always the host of the Tonys Not these days. always. Well, occasionally. So I don't know what it means. Do we have to have Mr. T fall onto the grill at Burger King before we decide that we're going to protect our celebrities from restaurants? I don't know.
5: How dare you? Those things are flame
3: broiled. There is no grill there. Exactly. Nobody wants to see those gold chains get singed. Obviously, I'm going to keep my finger on this pulse (laughs) as closely as possible. (laughs) Thank you. Should there be another celebrity that takes a header at Benihana? We'll break into news coverage with Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, fingers crossed. Say a few prayers. And uh, you know what? As Chelsea says, life is a team sport. We're going to get through this. (laughs) The following program is for entertainment purposes only.
0: Really? That's amazing.
2: It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. (laughs) They simply couldn't imagine being without each other. With Woody. Ah, what the hell is the matter with you? And Wilcox. Oh,
1: brother, this guy stinks! It's the Woody and Wilcox Show.
2: This is insanity! The Woody and Wilcox Show. This is like, you know, when you're getting your legs waxed and they whip that thing off real fast. <laughs> That's what this is like. And now, it's the Woody and Wilcox Show. I've been through this a million times in all
1: my years in the theater. Take a deep breath.
2: Blow it out. Let's just
0: do a good show, okay? Everybody do a good show. Alright. How's everybody doing this morning? Yeah. Really struggling.
5: Terrified this morning. Terrified? Got into the truck this morning coming to work. Uh pulled a seatbelt over, pop it into the buckle, and I believe I was shot. What do you mean you were That's shot? Something shot out of the buckle of my seatbelt and ricocheted around my truck. What are you I, saying? You got somebody shot at you? No. I I no. I, I thought initially, yes, but a spring, like a four-inch spring, shot out of the buckle of the seatbelt on my car and was ricocheting inside the car. Are you saying you broke your seatbelt this morning when you got in? I didn't break it. It it broke.
0: I guess I did break it. Where's the four-inch spring coming from? I have no idea. Like that'd be frightening in the dark early in the you morning.
5: You
3: broke your seatbelt.
0: I didn't.
5: I'm a dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know what you're insinuating. You're not a dad bod. I am a dad bod.
3: I know you're no longer obese. Your doctor has told you that. So congratulations. I'm Thank not, you. Nobody can take that away from you, my friend. Although I've never heard of anyone breaking their seatbelt, getting in their it's, car.
5: It's brand new to me.
0: You're positive that's what it is.
5: Well, the seatbelt doesn't work anymore, okay. and there's a giant spring in my car. Not giant, but I, I i can go get the spring for you if you'd like to look at no, it. No, thank you. Not necessary. Mm-hmm. Seatbelt finally decided I can't do it anymore. Huh? <laughs> uh, white flag. <laughs> just, I'm I giving, no longer can hold this back. It's not even white flag. That would just be surrendering. This is, you know.
3: You are going to throttle headfirst into your windshield. I will no longer be stopping you. Signed, your seatbelt.
0: Well, that's a fun way to start the day <laughs> with. <wouldn't> yeah.
5: <laughs>
3: yeah. That is fantastic. Congratulations. All
5: right. Well, the good news is, uh, you know, this morning I was like, I wonder how much those things cost. They're not that expensive. And I was looking online. You know, I could get one here in the next three weeks or so. So just three weeks of driving around with no seatbelt. I'm sure the police officers will fully understand that it's not operational.
0: You can rig up some kind of bungee cord, something or other. Well, maybe once
3: you tell them how it happened that you have no seatbelt, they'll feel some sort of pity for you.
5: How it happened? I was putting the seatbelt on? Right. And it just gave it up?
3: Right. Too exhausted. That's neat. (sighs) Yeah feel excited. <laughs> well, that's uh, it is going to be a good day, though. I mean, other than you beating up your seatbelt. I hope so. We're going to find out what's weird out there on Craigslist today, right? We got a little round of Craigslist prices, right? Maybe somebody on Craigslist will be selling a used seatbelt for you.
5: I don't think that's the way it works. It's probably
3: not how that's going to play out either. Uh, also, and in the uh, final hour of the show, if everything goes well, uh, actor and comedian Brian Callen will join us. And uh, he's one of those guys that maybe everybody doesn't know his name, but has been in, uh, say, every TV show that's ever been made. (laughs) (laughs) When you look at his resume, it's like, really? No. Come on. That, too? He truly has been in everything, and you'd recognize him. I was re-watching last night, by the way, his role in Hangover and Hangover 2. He's the guy, by the way, if you don't know the name and you wouldn't necessarily, who was the I'm going to call him the Middle Eastern gentleman who was the one that they identified the guys, the hangover guys, as you know, them. They identified him as the last one who had seen their friend. His role in that is so funny. It's I mean, it's not a major role. It's still a pretty decent role, but he gets to speak with the Middle Eastern accent and throw out the incorrectly used cuss words and so forth really really a funny deal that guy so we'll uh, if all goes well i believe he's flying in in like an hour so it'll probably never happen but uh, <laughs> let's we, be uh, positive about it no you nine times out of 10 it sort of comes close to happening when right. we have somebody fly in for the show you know when they're supposed to land an hour and a half before they're uh, supposed to be here why would that there shouldn't be anything that goes wrong with that should there Um, We've also got a round of It happen in Florida a little sooner than that. And a a chat is on the way. You know, today's the big day. I'm sure you're not going to work today because you're saving up your energy to watch the live coverage of O.J. Simpson's parole hearing today. What
0: what time does that kick off?
3: (sighs) I'm going to have to double check the time on that. I'll get back to you. Uh, Step into the world
0: of power.
2: Loyalty. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family.
1: VGW Group. No purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
3: And there's some concern. I don't know if you saw what surfaced yesterday, but apparently, and I say apparently, I should say allegedly, something went on in prison with OJ that might prevent His parole hearing from even happening today.
5: The day before his parole hearing, something happened?
3: I'll share that information with you and more coming up next in uh, part of the show. The
2: Woody and Wilcox Show. And now it's time for the Shat Report. Stuff happening around the globe. Uh... Yeah, the, the G is silent. Beep, beep, beep,
4: beep, beep, beep,
2: beep, beep. On the Woody and Wilcox Show.
3: All right, I haven't been able to do the due diligence. When are they supposed to start airing the uh, OJ coverage? Somebody go ahead and uh, look that up for One me. Eastern. I'm very busy. Okay. One Eastern is when that's happening? 1 p.m. Eastern, 1 yes. p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Alaska. Yes. Hello, Alaska. Okay. You get to wake up and just watch OJ.
5: Seven Hawaii.
3: Or do you? get to watch OJ and that's the question we've been talking about this because it's fascinating to me that they're going to air live coverage of OJ Simpson's parole hearing and then surfacing online some reports that it might not even happen today because of something he did yesterday in prison that apparently is a no-no got into a fight good guess yeah. thank you <laughs> not the answer
0: he did it yesterday
3: he did it yesterday I don't understand what you just said. No, this is like clarifying. an
0: old old infraction. That's all.
3: Yeah, that's why I okay. said.
0: Okay, um, said something inappropriate to like a one of the guards or lipping
5: mm, like off that. to yeah. staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Now this is alleged, but he was allegedly caught emailing the bagpiper by a prison guard. And apparently that's a no-no to the point that you could have your parole hearing either denied or delayed. Tuggy tuggy
5: tug. Right. He was touching little OJ. And he jerked him
3: off. Uh, Now, this uh, initiated this report from the Always Reliable Radar Online, which is a, a website that... You know, let's not apply a percentage of times that they're correct. Let's just uh, assume everything they say is accurate. (laughs) Well, let's assume? He was apparently, OJ, caught um, searching for a Boston market by a female prison guard. Uh, He could face disciplinary action and the parole board might not be happy about it. Quote, according to an official... While it is not the most serious charge to be written up for in prison, it's serious enough that any potential parole date may be delayed or may be denied altogether.
0: Why aren't you allowed to do that in prison?
3: See, that's what I don't know. I don't know if it's because he's in prison and he's doing that or because it's a female guard and he is in view of her. Did he do it at somebody? Well, Chelsea, I I don't know if if you can. Is it malicious or aggressive? We may be, pardon the expression, splitting hairs on this. I'm not sure if you can do it at somebody or near somebody or... With somebody in mind, these are all, that's all sort of a gray area. Well, it's in my like, mind. D-
0: was somebody already there and then he decided to do that, or was he just caught in the act? I, that's where the difference is. Hang for on me. a second. What?
5: OJ is 72? 71? Uh, you know, I don't have the
3: age in front of me. How old is he? Is that right? He, no, I think he's 60s, isn't he? I think he's we late We talked 60. about this. Yeah, well, I'm not going to remember that he's from 70. day to day. He's, he's just 70. 70. 70.
5: Okay. you think a 70 year old is still, you know, Yes, I do. Taking the enchilada sauce to Wichita. Oh, for sure. Are you kidding me?
0: Like from the moment you guys discover it until the end, I feel like it just, that's what you do. You die with it in your hand? Pretty much. Is that not true?
5: I'm going
3: to, well, Chelsea, I'm not 70, so I can't answer the question.
5: You're way above 70.
3: (laughs) But I'm going to say probably, yes. By the way, if he is paroled, he would be back on the streets and uh, theoretically searching for a Boston market in public by October the 1st. So it would be not an immediate turnaround, but it would be a a fairly quick turnaround.
5: Well, he could finally get back on the trail of finding the real killers of his ex-wife.
3: By the way, you know that something is screwy when TMZ says, nah, nah, you guys are not right about that. They claim that this didn't happen. So fingers crossed that we'll all still get to see that part of the expression go down at one o'clock Eastern on. I've ESPN already ordered today. some
0: party food.
3: Right, mm-hmm. everybody's got their finger foods ready to watch OJ get paroled today. So I hope that it moves forward as uh, as planned. Speaking of moving forward as planned, you see the new TV show that apparently is in the works. Words with friends. Oh, that's one of the those. The, the app. That's right, what
5: the
0: game is that, that you
3: play on your phone. Typically, it's it's
0: like Scrabble. Is it? That's what yeah. I thought. It's been around for a long time now, right?
3: I don't know. A couple of years, Longer. five years, four years. Alec I don't know.
0: Baldwin was kicked off a flight in like 2009 because of this, Yeah, I feel right? like it's been about 10 years.
3: So you know CBS already did debut the Candy Crush show. Is anybody watching that? What
0: does that even do? Like, I don't understand that.
3: It's been on for a couple of weeks, and I apologize for not being on top of that and uh, checking it out for you. Isn't that the one that was going to be hosted by Mario Lopez? Yeah. So I think it had uh, interesting ratings the first week and then plummeted the second week. So why wouldn't another network want to take on another app that is so popular and turn it into a TV show? I don't know the answer to that. Speaking of that, who's been watching the Gong Show? Anybody? Uh, I tuned in
5: one time. It's, uh, it's piled up on my DVR like so many shows. I mean, they
3: keep rolling out tremendous judges, but I'm getting mixed reviews on Mike Myers and his fake English I don't get That's it. Comedian host thing.
5: The one that I watched was was funny, but I go, why are you in character? How does that add? I
3: don't know. My wife flipped through it in the other day, and she was like, who is this hosting this gong show? It's weird. Because it's Mike Myers doing a character, but he never breaks it. So you don't ever get the, aha, it's Mike Myers thing. Yeah. I don't know. Tonight, the uh, judges on the gong show are Ken Jeong and Rob Riggle. Who? And Regina Hall. So that sounds, again, like there's potential. I mean, they keep rolling out tremendous uh, judges, which is, I think, what makes that thing funny. And uh, you finally, and I probably should have led with this because it's food news, Woody. Uh, Lay's has announced the finalists for the Do Us a Flavor contest. This is where people, and you love this, uh, mm. when people go on the internet and get to name a flavor of uh, potato chips.
5: So these are the three that are actually going to come out, and then whoever sells more gets like a million dollars or something? And yes, and to me,
3: so yeah, they choose three finalists. You get to select a strange flavor of potato chip. They'll make three, the finalists, and then one person who's chosen after voting, will get a million dollars. But
0: it's not, I think strange is the wrong word. Well, but it's always been
3: kind of unusual. Isn't that the idea? It to is. me, it should be as strange as possible. But I still mean, you good. ought to have shag carpet. Ought to be <laughs> ought to be one of the flavors of potato chips. But
0: they want to sell it. Like, no one wants to eat shag carpet.
3: I don't know. Sell me on it. You know, shouldn't that be part of it? I mean, if you're going to earn a million dollars, you should make a creatively odd flavor and then make it so that I want to eat it. You know, that should be part of the scheme. Put together a marketing plan, right? Because the three finalists this time are Everything Bagel, which, by the way, I'm a fan of those, but
0: Uh, it's too similar to a chip already.
3: Fried Green Tomatoes. I'm on board. You
0: know, I love those. And Crispy Taco. What does that mean?
3: I don't know what that means.
0: As opposed to a soft taco?
3: I would guess yes, but I don't know what that flavor is exactly because a taco could be a lot of anything. Yes. Right? I feel like those are excessively lame this year.
5: Yes, I agree. What water was already taken or perhaps just bland? By the way,
3: the winners in the past have been cheesy garlic bread. Mm hmm. Wasabi ginger, yeah. there's a little something that's interesting, and southern biscuits and gravy was a winner as well. Those all won the million dollar prize. Still nobody talking about shag carpet, though, and I feel like that's...
0: Well, you've got your work cut out for you.
3: Right? I think, and I don't know what's involved. I don't know if you have to actually create the flavor or you just come up with an odd name and go, Hey, why don't you guys make that for me?
0: I think that's what you do. You just come, it's just your idea. But you'd think that a lot of those have multiple entries of the same thing. Like multiple people must have come up with everything bagel, right? It's not that obscure.
5: First person in gets it. I mean, I'm just upset my idea of gushing grannies didn't make the That's not
3: your idea. That was already taken by another online poll. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. uh, Toupee was going to be my second option.
5: Right? Fake leg. I would try that out of
0: curiosity.
5: Fake leg. Fake leg. Absolutely. You'll
0: eat boxed cereal that comes in the mail, but you'll try to pay chips.
5: Yes, that's right. Is is,
0: is it
3: it in my mailbox or is it on the shelf? Okay. If it's on the shelf, yes, I would try that. Are you kidding me? Why wouldn't you? Think how popular it is when the soda people come out with all their strange sodas. I
0: know, but I don't want to eat hair. Well, I didn't say
3: hair, there's a difference. Yeah. To pay is not hair <laughs> now there may this? be some hair in your shag carpet but that's like extra flavoring that's not the main flavor of shag carpet I'm just throwing out ideas and those are free by the way if you want to get okay. into that contest mm-hmm. next year uh, we'll find out They, uh, by the way those three will be on the shelves uh, the end of the month and you can go on and, uh, and vote for them uh, we are going to have a round of it happen in Florida and we're going to do that coming up next
2: the woody and wilcox show we've
3: got this round of it happen in florida and uh woody and i are going to share three stories real quick all of them are true one of them happened in the very strange state of florida and we're going to celebrate that you're going to try and spot the florida story from the other two and that's how you'd win it at 844-4WW-SHOW and woody will start us off on this round of it happened in florida with a story
5: have you guys ever been at a public park when it's closing time Maybe the park ranger comes around and is like, hey, just a reminder, you know, at sunset the park closes, so you guys are going to need to leave, right? Chelsea, did that happen during your wedding? Oh, no, that's right. Was... No, it
3: was a sewer treatment plant. Never mind. <laughs> right. They don't close those.
0: Why are you on Woody's side with that now? I don't know.
3: I just felt like jumping in. I'm sorry.
0: No. I, I don't think I have. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, I, I don't think I have either.
5: That's why it's sort of interesting that the uh, story number one was three people who were run over by a county worker at a park. He was driving the county truck around, reminding people, hey, park's closed. And he ran over three people. An F-150 is what he was driving. That's awful. The victims had bruises on their legs and arms, and one of them almost passed out due to the pain. Now, immediately, you think to yourself, well, something must have gone wrong, right? You don't just run people over. (laughs) No! Another county official said, well, that
0: guy was just doing his job. He's park
5: ranger. I think we're
3: missing something. This is classic right. Woody right here. Uh-huh.
0: He was probably driving through is part of his job. And I have seen that recently, actually, at the National Zoo, where they drive big trucks through and tell people they're closing up.
5: Quote, it's standard operating procedure for county security guards to let folks know who are using the parks at its closing time. It's unfortunate what took place with the three people being run over, but the employee was doing his job. End quote.
3: Again, Again, I don't think his job is to run people down. His job is to drive through the park. I think there may be a communication gap here.
5: Was it in Florida where the guy was just doing his job running people over and telling them that the park's closed?
3: Um, Story number two, we all love our cell phones, right? And then occasionally you'll leave it somewhere Mm -hmm. and then you realize it later on. Mm Terrifying, right? Right. One of the toughest things that we face as a society. Am I right? Pretty much. Uh, What do you do when you leave the house and then you realize that you've locked your phone somehow in your own house? Anybody? I guess you don't have keys. What do you do next? If your answer was call nine one one and report a shooting so that the cops will show up faster, (laughs) congratulations. That's what the man in story number two did. He called 911. This happened over the weekend to report a shooting inside his home. Cops obviously show up fairly quickly.
1: Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Guns drawn in this
3: case. and When they got there, he said, Got you guys. Thanks for showing up really fast. I was just kidding. My phone is stuck in the house. And I knew if I just called and said my phone was in the house that you guys wouldn't come out. (gasps) So, I, you know, the thing about the shooting and stuff, no, that, that's, uh, that's not what happened.
0: What phone was he calling from?
3: Well, Chelsea, I don't know how this works. Uh, that's a great question. Maybe a payphone? Do they still have
0: payphones? I did see one recently. Uh,
3: was it Florida where a dude reported a shooting in his home because he'd locked his phone inside? 844 4WW Show. What he's got the third and final?
5: Third and final story has to do with the police officers cracking down on the scourge of our society. Talking about ladies wearing bikinis serving coffee. Bikini baristas, right? I don't... If only we could get rid of them, we would be a happy one society moving forward. Police in this area are issuing a crackdown on those little, you know, those little places where you can drive up and get a cup of joe. Nope. Maybe a mochaccino. And there's a beautiful young
0: woman in there making coffee, and she's scantily clad. What is he talking about, Wilcox? I've never heard of such a thing.
3: I mean, I feel like I've heard of it, although I'm not sure I've seen it. I think they used to do some fun stuff like that uh, when we lived in Alaska, didn't they? It was sort of as a, uh, you know, first of all, there's a drive-up coffee stand on every corner, and they try to keep it fresh and interesting. Yes. And if that means having a woman in a bikini, uh, maybe in the dead of winter. That's what you do. You got to sell coffee,
5: right? Residents in this particular area are upset because some of the bikini baristas, in order to increase their tip level, would sometimes show various parts of their body to increase the tip. That's
3: disgusting.
5: And fantastic at the same time. Police are now cracking down by just driving through undercover, offering, co- you know, ordering coffee, hoping that then they'll get flashed then they can arrest the people. Is it in Florida? With, Sorry,
3: honey, I just got to drive through and get <laughs> flashed again eight more
5: times today to make sure that we've nailed it down. Exactly. Uh, let's see if Wes can solve it. Wes, all three stories actually happened. Which one went down in the plywood state of Florida?
6: Uh, Well, I really hope that the topless baristas are up here in North Carolina, so I'm not going to pick that one. I'm going to go with story number two.
5: Story number two, yeah.
3: <clears throat> That's right, the 23-year-old guy in Daytona Beach is the one that called 911 and said there was a shooting in his home because he had left his phone inside. He did tell the operator when he called to make sure that they don't shoot when they arrive. The cops did draw their guns on him because obviously they had no idea who was who in this particular case. Uh, He was arrested, shockingly, for misuse of the 911 system. He had been trying to break into his own home before he
5: finally called 911. Uh, Story number one also went down in Florida, Key Biscayne, Florida, where they were closing one of the parks and ran over three people who were laying on the sand. The victims are going to be okay. However, one of the county workers is under fire after standing up for a fellow employee saying, well, he's just doing his job.
3: So he didn't see them in the sand as he drove through? Is that the indication? That's exactly right. He didn't intentionally run them down.
5: Well, that's one way they make sure that people know that the park is closed and you should be leaving. Shouldn't they just play Kenny G music to close out the park? Mm -hmm. This is not China. Mm. Uh, And in the Pacific Northwest, uh, the Everett, Washington police are cracking down on bikini baristas because we can't have that scourge in our society anymore.
2: The Woody and Wilcox Show.
3: So we are going to find out what's weird on Craigslist coming up with a little uh, Craigslist Price is Right and we'll find out if there's anything we need to look for from Woody here in a second. We had talked about this the other day how I uh, I always feel like an idiot. Uh, well, I always... Uh, end of statement. Period. Uh, however, I was going to finish that with uh, when there's one of these shows that is such a huge, huge popular show and I've never seen it and know nothing about it. Game of Thrones is the one I'm referencing in this case. They did their... Premiere just the other day uh, Mm -hmm. for the season, and Mm -hmm. it was, it broke all sorts of records because it's an HBO show. So it's a, you have to pay to receive the channel, obviously. And so just typically those shows don't do the same numbers that a broadcast network does, although it was upwards of 20 million people when they factored in, you know, DVR and all that sort of thing, which they can do now when they look at ratings. The one uh, statistic that I hadn't seen until last night was. Uh, that the folks uh, at Pornhub suffered a hit due to the uh, premiere of Game of Thrones. What do you Did mean? Did you the, see that statistic that was floating around the internet? Pornhub,
5: what, they oh, oh. For those uh, that
3: are not familiar, I maybe, do I, do I need to explain that it's an adult website? Oh, is it? Uh, porn is right in the name, right. so I figured that kind of goes without saying. They say that during the uh, Game of Thrones premiere, they saw nearly a 5% drop in traffic.
0: That's it. Well,
5: you say that's it, Chelsea, but you we're we're dealing with the world's most popular site for. I know.
0: But we hear about these statistics when there's a major sporting event going on.
5: Yes,
3: and it is similar. They've they've always claimed the same. For example, during the Super Bowl, which I would be more inclined to buy than I would be the Game of Thrones premiere. I don't feel like necessarily it's the exact same audience.
5: Think about what you're saying. A television show about dragons and the guys that enjoy the dragons are also probably going to be the guys who enjoy Pornhub.com on a very frequent basis.
3: I don't see the tie-in whatsoever. I'm not even sure what you're talking
5: about. I think the nerdier of the people who enjoy online pornography myself included, would be distracted by Game of Thrones.
3: Chelsea, is what he's saying only nerds masturbate? I'm not sure what he's saying right now. I feel like, yeah. Because I'm I, i I'm not a scientist, yep. but I have nerds a feeling that's inaccurate. And OJ. <laughs> All right. Why do I? What, what, I what, what's happening? What's I, going I, on uh, in your life that you feel like you have to say something, regardless of what it is? Um, so, I, I'm just saying, I find it interesting that that's one of those things that we now see. This is where our society is, that we measure the success of something on television based on the drop in traffic at Pornhub. Mm-hmm. You know, we already measured natural disasters by the traffic at uh, the Waffle I House. I
0: this is the next thing.
3: So, I guess this was the next uh, natural step to take in the progression of humanity. Mm-hmm. Just passing along the information. Uh, do we need to know anything about uh, our round of Craigslist Prices Right on the way, Woody?
5: Well, uh, we're all parents here on the Woody and Wilcox show, and it's an opportunity to take your children and start making some money off of them when we play <laughs> Craigslist Prices Right. Okay, is this a criminal activity? Probably. <laughs>
0: um.
5: Well, we'll find out what that
3: is, and uh, you'll be able to get in and bid against Chelsea and I on a round of Craigslist Prices Right next.
2: The Woody and Wilcox Show.
3: Well, it's time to find out what's weird out there on Craigslist. We're going to play a round of Craigslist, Prices Right. Woody has gathered with your help. So thanks to everybody who sends these odd items into Woody. Woody has gathered uh, three or maybe four different offerings. And Chelsea and I, along with a couple of you on the phone, will try to figure out how much money people are offering or asking for these various items and services. Just like regular prices, right? Closest, but not over the actual price. You get a point. Most points obviously win. Let's say hello to contestant number one. It looks like Colton. What's up, Colton? I'll try it again. Colton. What's going on, Colton? Hey, guys. This is Joe. I'd say Joe. Oh. Hey, Joe. What's going uh, on, right, Joe? Joe. <laughs> you can call me Colton if you want. Though. Well, I think you're going to play Colton. Is he on the other line? I'm going to yeah. try that one. Colton. Hi. There he is. It's, all right. Is that your name? Yeah. Okay feel like we've really gotten somewhere. This has been exciting. Maybe we don't even need to play the game. Uh, all right, you guys know how this works, and Woody is going to start by describing item number one. Woody, what do we got?
5: Well, big tip of the cap, and thank you to Chris, who found this on Craigslist and sent me the email. Uh, you can do the same. Woody at iHeartMedia is how you can get through. Uh, somebody who's looking to hire off of Craigslist, I need a woman to provide a full male Brazilian and a massage. I'm looking for a female that is trained for a full male Brazilian wax. A salon will charge me the same for a shave in that area as they do for a wax, and it doesn't last as long. I'm going to pay you blank plus a tip for a full full Brazilian hair removal, then you'll apply oil to my shaved areas Uh, and give me an hour-long massage.
0: An hour-long in massage that, In that area, or is this a body massage now?
5: Focusing mainly on my glutes and upper legs <laughs> Nipples Stop Nipply, nipples.
0: No, chin. not nipples nipple. No, no. Nipple nipple nipple, no nipple, 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 nipple no. I am Stop. very
5: clean and very
0: respectful Okay, so this is basically hair removal with a sex act
5: Chelsea, how dare you? Massage is not a sex act
3: So he's saying he's trying to save money by not going to a salon, and he'd like you to come to his home and do it, basically? Is that it?
5: Well, I don't think when you go to a salon and you get a Brazilian, they give you an hour-long massage on your glutes
0: afterwards. That would be amazing, though, Mm. especially in that lighting with a stranger. Mm. Mm.
5: Who
3: doesn't want the old perineal massage, right? Who's with me? Come on. Everyone in this room. Is now dumber?
5: Hmm? Yeah, you can say perineal, Chelsea. I
0: know, but even the idea of it is
5: just—that's <laughs> your gooch.
0: I know. Thank you, Woody. <laughs> Jesus.
1: What you have just said what? is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. All right, heard. so
3: he's going to pay blank for a full male Brazilian wax and a massage for an hour. That's right. He will. I don't know what it runs normally. Obviously, it's going to be less. That's the whole idea. But of this, it's th- right. Plus a massage. They
0: I, they, I guess they shave you at a salon. I don't know how it works for oh. men, but it's that plus the uh, the wax plus the massage.
3: I he he'll give you. I can't imagine. He's going to give you a hundred dollars, one hundred
5: dollars. Yeah.
0: Okay, Chelsea. Okay, so this doesn't include a tip, whatever That's that right. may be That's from right. him.
5: Right. The tip is extra.
0: I know. Uh, I'm going to go one fifty on this.
5: One five zero. Let's go to Colton next. Colton, what do you think? One hundred seventy-five. One seventy-five. Got you, Joe. Uh,
6: let's go one dollar.
5: One dollar. Actual Craigslist price. Nice job, Wilcox. A hundred bucks.
0: That's not enough.
5: It's nowhere near enough. No, Jossie. I mean you can't like that's an hour-long massage it's is a hundred. Yeah.
0: yeah, and that's not just the butt stuff too. So that's really phrased wrong. Okay, let me try that again. I think
3: I got that. That yeah, was totally
0: <laughs> clean. <laughs> Let's do this.
3: All right. Uh, so. That's just the butt <laughs> stuff. No, no, i just- with one. What's that, Chelsea? Rectal, yes.
5: What? I'm Rectal, sorry. yes. What? Rectal, yes. All
3: right. Um, we've got one for me, nothing for the rest of you losers. What do we have for item number uh, two, Woody?
5: Thank you to Brent, who found this and emailed it to me Woody at iHeartMedia. Four used fleshlights. Four used fleshlights. That's correct. Hello, the listing says. I'm trying to get rid of my four fleshlights. This is a all-encompassing deal. I will not sell them one by one. I want to get rid of all four to the same person, knowing that they're going to a good home.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. Has he named them?
5: (laughs) Uh, He has not named them, although he does tell us what they are. I have one used Riley steel front One used Stoya Mouth. Oh. One used Jenna Hayes Backdoor. All right. And one used Stamina Training Unit. All right. (laughs) These haven't been used in a long time. I have a girlfriend now, it says in parentheses. Even when they were used, their total use was very low. A handful of times.
0: Alright. I see you did.
5: That. They were cleaned well, so they don't have any weird smells or markings. Oh, oh no! How right.
0: do you clean those? Do you put those in the dishwasher? All right. You'd keep your mouth
5: shut if you knew it was good for you, buddy.
1: They
0: have
5: been.
1: Ca- Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps—you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games. That you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, though. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com. That's Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. dtw Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit.
5: And since their last use and have been collecting dust
3: and debris. Have you guys watched the Rory Scovel special on Netflix yet?
0: No. I have to be in private because who knows what's going to happen, what's going to come out of his mouth.
3: Oh, it's it's not for your children, but it is hilarious. very good. And he does a bit about fleshlights, and he goes on and on, about three-fourths of the way through. He's like, some of you still think I'm saying flashlights. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, kids, look it up if you're not familiar with what Woody's talking about. So he's going four at a time. You can only buy them as a lot. That's right. He wants them to go to a good home, so certainly he wouldn't parse them out one by one. I'm
0: right. still very concerned about how you clean and dry these things.
3: Well, why don't you buy them and see if you can figure that Are, out?
0: Isn't this a man product? I th- I That's think you right.
5: Would... Oh, you hang it up on the line and just you know, leave it in the yard? Can you turn it, in it inside out? Chelsea, what would you like to bid on four flesh? I don't know what
0: these would go for. 50
5: bucks. Fifty dollars, okay. Uh Colton, what do you think?
6: $150.
5: $150. Gotcha, Joe. Uh
6: let's go fifty
3: one.
5: Fifty one, gotcha. Wilcox. <sighs> uh, I'm gonna go one fifty one. One fifty one. Actual Craigslist price, one hundred and eighty five dollars wow. is what he's looking for. <laughs> Yes, they're I th- used. I think
3: they're sort of pricey when you buy them uh, oh. new. Is the, you think? Uh, just to that. Mm.
5: Well, that's a way to fake Wink. it like you don't know the know, exact cost. No Plus idea. shipping and right. the discreet mm. box that it comes in. Got it. That's two for me. Giant black letters that says not a flashlight. Nothing
3: for the rest of you. What that means, Colton and Joe, is whoever walks away with item number three here is going to be the winner. So, Woody, what do we have for that final item?
5: Uh, thanks to Atlas who sent me this one. And it's somebody who's looking to hide. Hire off of Craigslist. I need to hire your child for one night. Parentheses, nothing sexual. I need a child to follow through on a lie that I told my mother some time ago. She's now coming into town, and I need a child ASAP. I'm willing to do a full background check. I've never been arrested. Again, this is nothing sexual. I'll just need your child for about four hours during the evening to help me follow through on this lie. I am trustworthy, except for the lie I told my mother a couple of months ago. What did she tell her mother? Doesn't it's a say. Is she? We're sure. I don't know. It doesn't say.
3: How could you not say what the lie was? Or how
0: old the kid? Anything about this? I'm I'm already swearing in my mind. Give you my child for four hours? You kidding me?
5: Do a background check. Uh, what would he have told his mother?
3: I pictured it as a she is.
5: I I pictured it as a she as well.
3: Either way, I we're I not talking about an infant, right? She didn't tell her mother that she just gave birth. What did she tell her? Adopted a kid.
0: I think that it's a man, and he told his mother that he is mentoring a kid at the Boys and Girls Club or something.
3: Well, I'm glad you've scripted that out fairly well. <laughs> That's pretty in depth. All right, well, Colton, you're going to bid on this first, unfortunately, and it's for the game. So, so this is
5: to rent a child for four hours, basically.
2: Uh,
6: well, while, while I appreciate Chelsea's optimism on the guy's lie. Uh, I would say $100.
5: 100 gotcha. Joe?
6: Hate to do it. I'll go 101
5: 101 actual Craigslist price, $250. For the four hours there. Could have gone either way. Colton, you bid well. Yeah, you both played the game
3: very well, actually. Mm-hmm. Tough break for you, Colton. We appreciate the efforts. Joe, congrats on your victory. Job. And what a day to get on the Craigslist, too. Especially if you've ever wanted to give a man a Brazilian and massage him for an hour. Mm. Plus, you may be able to buy four used fleshlights in the same building. Uh, if you find something odd when you're out there on Craigslist, send it in, send it in to Woody, and uh, perhaps we'll use it next time when we play a
2: round of Craigslist Prices Right. The Woody and Wilcox Show.
5: Well, I got to tell you, uh, thanks to everybody who is uh, chiming in on Craigslist Prices Right, including uh, George, who's like, I need more information on the renting the kid. Send a note back. Uh, he's talking about the last item on Craigslist where somebody wanted to rent a child for four hours. I did, as a matter of fact, when I got the link from... Um, from Alice, I sent a link, uh, you know, I responded to the ad on Craigslist. I do this a lot, and, you know, sometimes you hear back, sometimes you don't. I haven't heard back anything requesting more information.
3: Well, I assume he's requesting so that we can hopefully turn this person over to the police. Mm-hmm. Not that he wants to rent out his child, right? Let's I he, hope it's the former. I think
5: he just wants more information on this. Okay, well, mm-hmm. that's troubling. Quite mm-hmm. sure. And stop me if you've heard this one before. Uh, the airlines are in a little bit of hot water. No. Yep. Trying to kick somebody off a flight. Although this one is a little bit different than all of the others. I'll give you all the information, and I want, uh, I want to take your temperature, Wilcox and Chelsea, on whose side you come down on. We'll talk about it, and we'll do it next.
2: The Woody and Wilcox Show.
5: I am confused, and I need your help. Okay. Uh, The airlines Mm -hmm. haven't been in the news recently. That's not true. Uh, Pretty much a gold standard. uh, Any business wants to live up to as far as customer service, they look to the airlines and say, let's do what they do.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I hear your sarcasm. They've had their issues. They have. They did break a man's ribs and so forth while while he got pulled off a plane. We all obviously became uh, famously aware of that. Ah! Yeah. Ah! Right. Yeah, that, I mean, that was just the, you know. And then they, uh, I guess, uh, it stuck with us a lot. They killed a rabbit and then cremated him without the owner's knowledge. <laughs> right.
5: They, uh, I guess they did do that. So
3: those were a couple of things that the airlines have done lately that have sort of brought attention to themselves.
5: The confusing part for me is this latest one that just hit yesterday, or at least hit my radar. Uh, it was a family trying to fly home from uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, to New York. Uh, they're a family, and they've got three kids. And one of the kids began kicking the seat in front of them. We've all been there, right? You're mm-hmm. on a flight or maybe you're on a bus or something. The kid behind you is just wailing away. Yeah. He's going to make so the kids do. And that, it is what that kids do. That is a do. rite
7: of
3: childhood. That's a rite of passage.
5: Yep. Now, this happened before the plane even took off. And the customer in the seat who was getting kicked turned around to the family and was like, hey, can you have your child stop? kicking my seat well in today's society there's generally you know some sort of politeness like oh i apologize i should have been parenting my child better and i i do uh i do take your comfort into my life and i apologize for any discomfort that has been oh wait a second no a verbal altercation broke out where there were threats of physical violence and swearing Now, when that happens on a flight, immediately the flight attendants are going to know about it. And they went over to the family and they're like, look, you guys need to get off. We need to discuss this. Let's get off the plane. That's how loud and rude the family got after being told, hey, can you have your kid stop kicking my seat?
3: Now, I had seen multiple reports about what was actually said. That's not what the family claimed that it wasn't a, hey, would you mind having your kid not kick our seat? The family claimed that the person whose seat was being kicked was like, "Hey, tie your kid's feet up." Which is slightly different than, "Would you mind having your kid not kick my seat?" I did That's what the family claimed. I
5: did see that it escalated to the point of, "Hey, can you tie his legs down or something to that fact?" But they the family was the one who, be, you know, got up and began swearing. And threatening physical violence towards this person. So, JetBlue, this particular airline, had one of their staff say, Hey, we're going to need you to get off the plane so we can discuss this. What's going on? Naturally, they said no. And so, JetBlue deplaned everyone. <gasps> Got on the intercom and they're like, everybody get off the plane. We have a situation. They won't get off, so everybody gets off. But I've heard some of the audio. It sounded like they were working it out well. I it's want fine. a reason. I'll, it's fine. I'll get a lawyer. Don't worry.
3: Don't worry. We'll get a lawyer and we'll handle this the right way.
8: That's it. Don't worry. You have no reason. You had no reason. There's no, no reason. You had no reason to kick off a baby who's starving my like three kids, a family off a plane. You have no reason whatsoever. Your
4: actions provoked that. And this my was actions. Was that. Actually- wait,
8: wait, wait, wait. The lady said, tie your children, tie tie your daughter's feet. Miss, I wasn't. No, no. The lady said, tie
5: like wait, wait. You, you weren't you right? there, exactly. Do you have children? That second voice you hear is a sheriff's deputy telling them, "Folks, come over here," because they're now in the jetway, blocking people from getting off the plane, arguing with the staff of JetBlue. My confusion comes with who am I supposed to be angry with in this? I I feel like they brought it on
0: themselves.
5: What They sound like perfectly reasonable people who are not loud and obnoxious and live up to every stereotype of New Yorkers. (laughs) That's Woody at
3: iHeartMedia.com. It's a
5: five-minute video, Chelsea, and if you get into it, they go, well, tell me what I said. Tell me what I said. And the guy begins to speak. No, 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 no. You tell me. And two or three words in, and you go, oh, my God.
0: But, I mean, they need those people needed to get off the flight, not everyone. That's the key. Yeah. I mean, can
3: you imagine being one of the other people on this flight who was not one of the two
5: interested parties? Because now
0: you want to fight them, because <laughs> yeah. you can't fly. Because but what do you, you can, do when, you when you're the airline? Work it out?
5: And, and there's video of the airline asking them, and believe me, the dude from JetBlue deserves a medal for keeping his He's he is even-keeled and calm throughout the whole thing. We need to get off the plane and discuss this. And when they refuse, he's like, Okay. And he he leaves. And so now the whole plane has to get off. What else are they going to do? Maybe he they was can't hoping do anything else.
0: Those people would like shame the offenders into being like, okay, 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 we'll get off. You think shame is gonna work in this particular case? You know I don't believe in shame, but in this case, maybe the public embarrassment would force these people to take themselves off and work it out.
5: These people don't know what public embarrassment is. Just, if you're getting into a verbal altercation with somebody on a flight you 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 don't know. You're not an adult. You have 3 kids, I get that. And she's like, "My kid is starving." I well, feed your kid then. Guess what? The plane hadn't even taken off yet.
0: I understand it's stressful to fly with kids and all of that, but you know how I how I approach situations like this. Like it, it, life comes down to these choices and 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 how you think and react to stuff, and it just people blow it out of proportion all the time. And now you got a whole flight of people kicked off because you can't just be like This small moment in time, I'm just going to let it go. That's right. On both sides.
5: Oh, I totally agree. I'm not, uh, believe me, the other side I'm sure is one of those people, and we all have them in our lives, that if there is an argument or an altercation, they've got to get the last word in. And if they get the last word in, that means they win.
0: There's people who feel disrespected.
5: Right. And they say something, and then somebody else has got to top it, and and you just go, look, if we could just let this go. I am letting it go. No, seriously, let's just stop talking. I did not stop talking. And you sit there and you go, you don't get what's going on. You are furthering this situation further than it ever should have gotten.
0: So what was the resolution to this? What happened to the other people who had been kicked off the flight?
5: Uh, they were deplaned. Everybody got off the plane, including the family here. The sheriff's department detained the family there, prevented them from getting back on the plane. Everybody else got back on, and there was something like a two-hour delay. <laughs> yeah, that that'll make you smile. So, I, I'd like to fault the airline for this one. I really want to. I really want to fault the family for this one. But I, I have a feeling this is, it, it's not the airline's fault. It's this family and the person who is getting their seat kicked as well.
3: It's such a stressful process these days. I mean, it starts from going through the screening process. Mm-hmm. Sure. And it just escalates. And you just pray that you get through the whole process
0: no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Exploding because everybody, it seems like on a flight is just a, it's, it's at about a nine out of ten. Hand, You're right? just a tick away from <laughs> right. an explosion. Mm-hmm. Everybody. So it's you got you can only imagine what the what the airlines have to go through because they're doing this hundreds of times a day every day.
0: Um, they did get some The kind fact
3: of... that this doesn't happen more often is still surprising to me, as often as it happens.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: So,
3: so I... if you're flying somewhere and you've got a vacation still yet to come this summer, right? There's the good news. Mm-hmm. You're going to get through this.
5: Bite your lip and give it hell. That's right. The
2: Woody and Wilcox Show.
3: There is uh, something that's been going on, uh, and it's been highlighted a lot by uh, Jimmy Kimmel, who. Uh, Does his uh, little talk show there at night and does a very good job of it. Uh, One of the bits that he does periodically is drunk Donald Trump. Now, whether you're a fan of Trump or not, that has no bearing on this at all. What he uh, does is take a speech by Donald Trump and slow it down to about half speed to just make it sound like he's drunk. I don't know if you've heard the bit before. (laughs)
5: Obamacare was a big lie. You can keep your doctor lie. You can keep your plan lie. Is a lie directly from the president. You can keep your doctor. You can keep your plan. <laughs> Twenty eight times he said it. Twenty eight times, and it was a lie, and he knew it was.
3: It's funny because this has become a uh, this has become a thing, and we've had more than a couple of people suggesting that. By accident, they had discovered that you can do this with a lot of the podcast tools as well. So let's mm-hmm. say you listen to, I know this sounds crazy, but let's say you listen to the Woody and Wilcox show podcast. And with most of the podcasting tools where you go back and listen to the show, for whatever reason, and I don't know why this is even a feature on the podcasting tools, but you can listen to a podcast either at regular speed, which is the way 99% of people would, right, or you can speed it up. Or you can slow it down. Well, depending upon what drugs you're on, I think it helps. Is that part of what it is? Because we've had multiple people suggesting that we should listen to our own podcast at about half speed because it makes it, you know, finally entertaining in one way or another. The hot dogs on those roller grills, they kept going. You know why? Because that's what Doogie Hauser would have
4: wanted. <laughs> <laughs>
3: us. USA,
4: USA,
5: <laughs> Right. Even the crowd is drunk. So uh, <laughs> I don't know
3: if you've tried that or not, but it does make discussions about Doogie Hauser and hot, dro- hot dog grills a little bit more interesting when you slow it down like that. Don't give up because we. One aging superstar fell into a fryer or
5: grill. Not a superstar. Whatever.
3: I mean, <laughs> Dude, honestly... It's the only part that makes our show make a little bit of sense, because it often does sound like a discussion that drunk people would have at <laughs> two in the morning. Yeah. So once you actually slow it down and bring it, you know, bring it the full effect with the uh, half speed yeah. on the podcast, it, it all sort of makes sense at that point. The man, no, he's always the host of the Tonys Not always. <laughs> well, occasionally.
4: <laughs> so, I don't know. what it
3: means? Do we have to have Mr. T fall onto the grill at Burger King before we decide that we're going to protect
4: our
0: celebrities? All right. right. I'm having so many flashbacks now I have been there for those two guys. Like that actual conversation. I'm like, It's 2 p.m. Are we doing this? Yeah. I can't live like this.
3: So if you haven't discovered (laughs) the speed controller on your podcasting listening device, Mm. you know, it's a whole new world Mm -hmm. out there for you. Enjoy.
2: The Woody and Wilcox Show. Well,
3: I think this will ring especially true if you are somebody who has uh, had a child, be you a man or a woman. um, But I think this is relatable even if you've never been in that situation, although it's not quite the same because- I've been on both sides. You know, I know what I felt like before I had kids, and then I know what I felt like after I had kids. Uh, in this particular situation, we're talking about uh, an expectant mother and uh, and a father who don't have any kids, but she's pregnant. And uh, all of a sudden, as it says in the article, she notices blood at her feet. She's seven weeks early. Uh-oh. And obviously knows something's going horribly wrong. Uh, She gets her husband, and they race to the hospital. I mean, that's what you do. I guess that's normal. However, to get there as quickly as possible, the husband is going 108 miles an hour uh, in a 55 I mean, as if it matters. I mean, once you're going 108, (laughs) (laughs) even if it's in a 70. It wasn't in a 100-mile-an-hour zone? (laughs) Right. There is no 108-mile-an-hour zone on any interstate. So no matter where you are, that's going to be too fast. So what ends up happening is, and the reason why we know about it is, as they're going 108 miles an hour to the hospital, a cop comes up behind them. Well, he doesn't pull over. He keeps going. His wife is in a medical emergency. For all he knows, his unborn daughter, their first, may not make it. I mean, let's think about it. You have to be going through the worst-case scenarios in your head. So he keeps going 108 for five more miles with the cop on his tail. But eventually decides, I guess I have to. So he pulls over. And obviously the cop... All he knows is I'm chasing a guy going 108 miles an hour in a 55 and won't pull over. Won't pull mm-hmm. over. So this is a serious situation, and he of course knows nothing about the pregnancy. So they pull him over. He tells the cop, "I'm rushing my wife to the hospital. She, you know, there's blood, and she's uh, seven weeks early. And uh, I didn't have time to look at the speedometer. I'm worried about you know the the, the health of my wife and my unborn child." Well, the cop does one thing, calls an ambulance, sends the woman to the hospital, takes the dad with him, and arrests him. Now, according to others now, with hindsight, uh, they say that he was threatening to the police officer He was irate and threatening to get everyone if he missed his wife's birth. That sounds like just about every dad in that type of situation. So the hospital eventually makes a call to the police station and says, hey, you know, this is legitimate. His wife is in labor. Well, the police... just So you know this wasn't something made up.
0: Well, they could see that she was pregnant in labor when when he pulled them over, right? I
3: guess, but you know, it, it's got to be hectic, and you never know what's happening. You never,
5: no. Chelsea. As a man, you never question if a woman is pregnant, even if you see a baby <laughs> coming right. out
3: of them. You have to be a hundred percent sure. Okay. You let a doctor and that baby tell hasn't you come out yet? So he's not. I, I don't want to insult you, ma'am. You may just be a large woman.
0: Claiming to be in labor.
3: So, by the way, eventually they lessen the charges because originally this guy was arrested. I mean, you're going 53 miles over the speed limit. An hour. So they let him off, so to speak, with just a ticket. And the officers take the guy to the hospital. But by that point, it's too late and
5: he's missed the birth of his daughter. I got to side with the police officers on this one. 100%. Because this guy's not thinking clearly. In a in a panic situation, you know, Chelsea, people don't think clearly. Yes. What he's thinking about right now is solely about the health of his wife and his unborn child. Yes. And I can get that. What he's not thinking about is that his actions may cause the death of him, his unborn child, and his wife. Driving at 108 miles an hour, I'm sure swerving around traffic, trying to get to the hospital, presents far greater danger than the early birth of his child, even on the floorboards of his car.
3: But is there Is there a situation where maybe once the cops realize why he was doing what he was doing, and I don't know how much further they had to go to get to the hospital at the point that he was pulled over. I don't have that information. Maybe they take him, lights and sirens, or, you know, I get it that they had to stop him from driving. I don't think there's any question about that. But they could have let him go, given him the ticket and let him go with the wife. Did they really have to take him down to the police station once they realized what was happening? I don't know. Yes. It seems
0: harsh. It does seem harsh, especially in light of that situation. And you're right, Woody. People aren't thinking clearly in in that situation. It's like a uh, fight or flight.
5: Sure, but that's no excuse to put your own life, other people on the highway's lives in danger, just so you can save right. one. Right. No, I get it. They should have pulled him over. That, you don't need to argue that. He needed to be pulled
3: over. I'm and su- if he needs to get a ticket, he gets a ticket, but they could still let him go to the birth of his child.
0: I'm surprised that he pulled over at all. Because I, I know somebody has been in this situation.
3: Well, at some point, the further you go, you know that you're risking some serious issues. Well, could
0: you at some point call 911 yourself Yeah. Say, hey... You could. This I is suppose. what's going on with me.
3: But, but you're going 108 miles an hour. <laughs> and some people. Now you're making a phone call while doing it. Because <laughs> well, his know. wife is probably in pain and losing her mind. She's uh-huh. bleeding. I mean, it's a tough situation for everybody, including the police officers, because hindsight is easy to go back and go, ah, oh, why didn't they
5: do it this way? I, I don't think that you 911 know- would be like, oh, you're pregnant? I'll let the cops know.
0: Sometimes people lie just to say, hey, this is what's going on. That, you know, it, it, I've got to get to the hospital.
5: Still wouldn't stop If them.
0: you put a cop behind me, he's going to have to follow me there and into the hospital.
5: The problem with that is they're going to put cops in front of you and put spike strips down to stop you because that's...
0: That's it, a lot yeah, that's a lot of mobilization, Woody. How far are we from the hospital in this scenario? Well,
5: far enough that he's doing 108 for
0: five miles. Well, you want to get there as quickly as possible regardless of how far Move away you are. Move closer to the hospital if
3: you get <laughs> pregnant. This was in Louisiana, by the way. I don't know if that makes any difference for you at all. I don't think it does. Thanks to Van Kupo for tweeting in. Clearly this didn't happen here, because nobody's getting over 100 in this damn traffic, no matter <laughs> what. You would never get to that speed. Right? Did you, did, I mean, is there somebody listening right now who had to go through a scenario like this? I don't mean specifically like this, but something where you were like, oh my God, or did you miss it? Wasn't there a point where you, Woody, were, because? and this is great, Chelsea, when Woody had his kids, when his wife uh, had his kids, you were a bailiff. Right? that not that when you were working as a bailiff? I was a member of the San Diego Sheriff's. That is correct. I was a bailiff. That is correct. Woody, correct me if I'm wrong, had been given the opportunity that if his wife called and said it's happening right now, yep. they were going to let him have a squad car.
5: That's right. I, I talked to my sergeant beforehand. And I Because in my routine, I would never drive a black and white, you know, with the lights and sirens mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I asked him, I said, hey, if my wife goes into labor can I have a squad car? Can I have a unit? He's like, absolutely. If it's an emergency, you let me know. I will give you the keys. We'll go code three, lights and sirens to the hospital. And I was like, yeah! Uh, And maybe a little too excited when he said (laughs) yes, and that probably gave me away. And so, my wife gave birth ten weeks early Mm. to my twins, and so I got on the radio. I was at work when it happened. And I said, you know, 15 Sam 2, I need a unit. He's like, is it an emergency? (laughs) Did you just say yes. 15 Sam 2? That's right. Oh that gosh. was his call sign. <laughs> <I> feel- <laughs> and he's like, is it an emergency? And I was like, mm. they sort of want you to tell the truth when you're on a you know, law enforcement agency. And I was like, it's not an emergency. He's like, can't give it to you.
0: Oh, really? Yep. Well, I mean, I feel like this situation happens a lot. People just aren't pulled over. Uh, I have a friend, Frank, and his wife went into labor 12 weeks early. And he's doing 100 down a highway. Didn't get pulled over. Could have. He said they were just going to have to follow him straight straight into the hospital.
3: That's what Joe's saying on Twitter, too. You can ring in that way, too, at William Wilcox or at 844-4WW-SHOW. Joe says, I would just keep the hammer down until I got to the hospital. They want to arrest me and give me a ticket at the door. They can do that there, but at least you're at the hospital.
5: That's assuming you make it. Without wrecking, without killing well, they're, somebody they're else. Right, NASCAR but you're already way. doing
3: 108, right. so my guess is you think you're going to make it. The only thing stopping you was the cop.
5: Or the car that doesn't know you're doing 108 and tries to cross the highway. There's so many variables. it's crazy dangerous. I get it. 844-4WW-SHOW. Your call's next.
2: The Woody and Wilcox Show.
3: So we heard the story about a guy whose uh, wife was going into labor. She was seven weeks early, and uh, there was other uh, complications, blood, and so forth. So this dude drives 108 miles an hour to the uh, hospital, And leads the cops on a five-mile chase. They don't know, obviously, what's happening. He's going 108 and a 55. Eventually, he decides, I guess I have to pull over. So he pulls over after a five-mile chase. Obviously, guns are drawn and so forth. They do let her take an ambulance to the hospital. But they arrest him and take him to the police station. Mm. He misses the birth of his daughter. It's their first. And obviously, that's a newsworthy story. Your calls are welcome at eight four 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 ww show Event may have something we need to hear about.
9: So apparently, um, grandma and grandpa, mom and dad were all hanging out. The three of them, obviously not my mom, were drinking. Mm-hmm. Mom goes into labor, doesn't want to wake up dad, waits a couple hours. Um, when she finally wakes him up, I'm on my way. My head is showing so they jump in the car, and they're speeding to the hospital. The cops pull up. My dad goes down the window, says my wife's in labor. The cop escorts him to the hospital. Um, by the time they pull up, all the nurses and doctors and everybody are already outside, and I was born in the car. Yeah, my birth certificate says uh, St. Joseph's parking lot. <laughs> 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 yeah, wow. it's a good story. Yeah, when they reminisce and joke about the story, it makes me think of the Fred Flintstone episode where uh, Fred White goes in the labor and he's cuddling
4: the car and the cops are there.
3: Right. Can we go back to the part where your mom didn't want to wake up other people, even though there was a head emerging nearly from her body?
9: Yeah, she she waited that long. Not not a good idea. Mm -hmm.
3: She's
5: a people pleaser. I guess. Wow. Dad must have had a good life.
9: Yeah, a little bit.
3: Yep.
5: Damn it, woman. (laughs) That's right.
3: (laughs) What are you waking me up
5: for? Uh, Is there a head
3: coming out? Well, not yet. All right. Go back to sleep.
5: Mm What about uh, Glenn on the William Wilcox Facebook page? Uh, I've been in almost the exact same situation. My fiance at the time wanted to have a natural underwater childbirth. Mind you, I live about 25 minutes away from the place that we were giving uh, birth. So it's about 4 a.m. She's literally having our child. I did 105 the entire time. She starts crowning as we're walking into the place. She jumps into the pool. Took about two minutes for our son to be completely out. The only thing that that guy did wrong in the story you were talking about was he stopped. I wouldn't have stopped either way.
3: It depends on how much further you had to go, I think. Because at some point, if they've been following you that long... They may be able to set up a roadblock somewhere down. They're going to set up the uh, the spike strips and mm-hmm. they're going to flatten your tires. It just depends on how much you have left, right? Doesn't it? I mean, yep. I, I don't know that you can say flatly. You have to just keep going.
0: Well, and we don't know. The wife may be telling you not to stop.
3: Good point. Woody, did you think about that? Your wife is giving you instructions. Mm-hmm. Oh, You, I, you must <laughs> obey all orders. She's she tells you to go into the bathroom and eat your dinner. You do it. She it, tells you to keep driving on the way to the hospital. You do it. There may be She tells you to try to become a flight attendant, but you're too fat and fail. You do it. <laughs> These are all things that have happened in your life. You know you say yes when she says do it. But
5: you've been around pregnant women, and sometimes they can change their mind, which is what I think happened. He's like, hey, there's a cop behind me. Keep going. And then in five miles, she's like, what the hell are you doing? Pull over. And
0: you're like, hey, I don't know right. what to do. Way to put it back on the woman, Woody. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Eight yeah, four. Chelsea, because a woman right. never changes okay. her mind. Right. Her child right. is
0: literally coming out Jesus. of her right then.
3: Don't make me separate the two of you. Eight four 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 ww show
2: The Woody and Wilcox Show. We heard
3: the story. This just happened the other day uh, in Louisiana. A guy going 108 miles an hour in a 55-mile-an-hour zone. Cops uh, obviously uh, get behind him, lights and sirens. He leads them on a five-mile chase because he's taking his wife to the hospital. She's seven weeks early and is pregnant, and uh, there's issues going on. And he's afraid for her life and obviously his uh, unborn daughter's life. It's their first child. But after five miles of leading the police on a high-speed chase, he does decide to pull over. And, of course, they are not happy. They don't know why a man's been leading them on a uh, 108-mile-an-hour chase. So they arrest him. They do arrange for an ambulance to come and take his wife to the hospital where she does have a child successfully, and they are healthy. He missed it because he had been arrested for going 108 miles an hour, taking his wife to the hospital.
5: Your stories are welcome at 844 for ww show I think Daniel's got a similar story with a, a little bit different. You're on with Woody Wilcox, Daniel. What's the deal, man?
6: My wife had already given birth, and uh, it's a couple of weeks out. And uh, we was laying in bed asleep in middle of the night, and all of a sudden she just starts screaming bloody murder. I mean, like, she's going to die. And uh, so... I was like, well, you know, we go to the hospital, but, you know, we've got this baby, and so we put the baby in the car, get her in the car, and I take off. Man, I'm on my way to the hospital flying. I topped the hill, and, uh, I don't know how fast I was going, but I'd say it's probably 90-plus miles an hour, and, uh, cop was there just sitting. By the time I got to the next hill, I see his blue light's behind me, and I pull over, and, uh, waited for him to get to me. And when he gets there, he comes out gun pointed. I mean, just ready to take me out. And my wife's in the passenger seat screaming, babies in the back screaming, and I had to explain to him what was going on. And so he ends up letting me go and take her on to the hospital. Didn't follow me or escort me or anything. But it turns out it was a life-threatening emergency. I mean, uh, apparently when she was, you know, pregnant, the baby had crushed her gall- gallbladder mm. and uh, it was seeping bile and everything out into her. It was pretty
5: bad. I got yeah. her gallbladder and everything. Yeah, bad. Uh, Daniel, appreciate the call, man. 844-4WW-SHOW is how you can get through. Uh, I want to talk to Allie, who's on the line, too. Allie, what's going on? You're on with Woody Wilcox.
8: Hey, good morning. What's up? <laughs> um, well, my parents were told that they couldn't have kids and so um, I'm the oldest, and I have two younger brothers, and I was adopted. And then a couple of years went by, they adopted the middle brother because they wanted more kids, and then my mom got pregnant. And so they were. this was like their miracle child. And she had a lot of complications. She went a couple of times um, to the emergency room. She had bracts and hicks, so they sent her home. She was on bed rest. Um, and we were just we were driving her up a wall one afternoon, and she looked at my dad and just said, get him out of the house. So um, he took us to KFC to get lunch, and she called a little bit later, and she said, this is it. I'm going into labor. You have to come home and get me and take me to the hospital. And my dad was so excited that he started choking on a chicken bone. And <laughs> it, <laughs> it was, like, stuck in his throat. He couldn't get it out, so he called Uh, one of our neighbors, and he was like, okay, I need you to come pick up the kids, and I need you to drive my wife to the hospital. Uh, And so he took an ambulance to the emergency room, and my mom went with the neighbor to the hospital, and uh, it took them long enough to get the chicken bone out of his throat that he actually missed the birth of his only biological son. He was in the same hospital, but he was a few floors down.
3: He was in the chicken bone wing. Yeah. The chicken bone wing. <laughs> Get sick. it? Because it's a hospital. And then it's a... All right, stop doing the ah. Uh. So he can call with a chicken bone in his throat? Like he called yeah. people and arranged for all these rides, including himself.
8: He did. I mean, it was a whisper, but like it, so it wasn't like a, a rounded chicken bone. It was like a shark. So it actually like punctured his and so it was just stuck there and he couldn't get it out but he could still breathe um so i'm to need you to, to take my wife to the go hospital in and
9: pull it out
3: I, I love by the way that he called the ambulance for himself but he had your mom take a ride like <laughs> right. from a neighbor
5: well you don't want to double up on that one. that's
0: very expensive my, dad, my dad's a financial planner so he's a real fiscal guy
8: right, right. if, he, if have gotten someone to drive him to
0: the hospital he would have done that as well right have the ambulance just swing by the house and pick and up by the way too. what a great
5: neighbor you get you get your neighbor call and he's whispering into the phone i want you to take my wife to the hospital <laughs> and you're like dude you do you have a chicken bone in your throat <laughs> could you make this sexier <laughs> so, uh, they let him keep the chicken bone so he actually has the chicken bone taped
8: to the back of the x-ray and it's in my brother's, like, baby photo album, like, right next to the pictures of him, like, <laughs> You his have and, like, to. it's
0: awesome. You have to. You have to have proof of why you missed your son's birth. <laughs> Absolutely.
3: So the kid comes out fine, and eventually the bone comes out fine. Dad, yeah. uh, none the worse for wear after
5: having the chicken bone removed from his throat?
8: Everyone oh. is A-OK, and we got a good story to tell about it.
5: And your brother's got the same birthday as that chicken bone. <laughs> yeah.
3: Did they name your brother Harlan after Colonel Sanders?
8: They didn't, no. His name was Matthew. But KFC actually ended up paying all of his hospital bills.
4: What? What?
8: Yeah, all the the ambulance, the ER, all the x-rays and stuff.
0: Wow. Yeah. There's a bone stuck in the throat joke in there somewhere. (laughs) Save it. (laughs) All the parts are there.
3: Wow. Allie, thank you so much for the story. No problem. I think that's a uh, winner right there. We're going to call it a day on Mm -hmm. the chicken bone slash birth stories. The Woody and Wilcox show. We were just talking a second ago about a story that's making its way around the Internet. just happened the other day where a guy was driving his wife to the hospital. She was uh, pregnant and going into labor early, and he's doing 108 miles an hour in a 55 zone. Cops uh, get behind him, lights and sirens. He doesn't stop. He leads him on a a five-mile run. But eventually, before he gets to the hospital, decides, I guess I should stop. They arrest him, take him to jail. She goes to the hospital in an ambulance, has the kid. He misses it. Obviously, it's become a story that everybody's talking about. Thanks to Willie ringing in on uh, Twitter, at Woody and Wilcox. One time I was doing 108 and a 55, he said. Uh, I argued that I was trying to get out of range of your show. Well played, Willie. I appreciate that. And let's see. (laughs) That's hilarious. There was another one here that I wanted to share with you. Ah, uh, Havsy's the Boat ringing in on Twitter. I was taking my wife to the hospital while listening to your show, and she threw the radio out the window, and I got a ticket for littering. So. Well, that's not that funny. I disagree. I think those are fantastic. Well played,
5: fellas. Littering is no joking matter. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my
1: dentist's office. Well, there is that. At Woody and Wilcox
3: on Twitter, the way that you can get your thoughts heard. And uh, we get Brian Callen in the radio, on the radio, or in the studio, or somewhere.
2: The Woody and Wilcox Show.
5: (laughs) You all right, Chelsea? (laughs) What just happened over there? Uh, Uh, Mike got creepy. It is the uh, Woody and Wilcox Show. Hey, look at that. Brian Callen has made
3: it into the studio with us. What's up, man?
7: Not much, guys. Not much. I am just finished training, so I'm a little... (laughs) A little out of breath. You right look now. swollen. You're, I know. I hear that every day, guys. It's uh, it's natural. We, uh, <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> just is a weird guy. I walk by weights and I get pumped, guys. Just so you know, <laughs> it's all the myostatin in my muscles. <laughs> my muscles. There's something really sexy when a guy goes my muscles. Right? I'm gonna disagree M- with you. No. M apostrophe no. my muscles, cause my man. No, it's my not two. helping. No, no, at all, dude. No. What if I talk like this with a lot of soda in my voice? (laughs) Better. You got some calves on you, bro. That was knows what turns them on. Yeah, the kid's got some calves on him. Yeah.
5: Um, That's one of the things that uh, gets pointed out on Wilcox more than anything. Yeah. Is uh, I think the question that he gets is, dude, how did you do
0: that? Yeah.
7: Well, I always go, Wilcox got some calves on
0: you. (laughs) Have you touched him?
7: Well, no. I just like to say I like to pause between Will and Cox. <laughs> what is this? His family show? I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> uh, just off the air, real quick, and yeah. then maybe we'll move on to something that's not calf related. Sure, sure. Buddy. Brian really did say when we, when he walked in, like, "Dude, your calves. What's going on over there?" <laughs> and I and we had like a five minute conversation because a dude at the YMCA like yesterday said the same thing to me. Walked up behind me like on the track and was like. Hey man, your calves. But like was too close, was like really right there yeah. within like a five-inch perimeter and wanted to have a discussion about my
7: legs. There, there are certain things that guys can do to creep you out. Like if if I don't, you know, if just a regular guy, if a guy comes up and goes, dude, you smell great. That's an issue. Or if somebody compliments like an in the, like just a one specific part of your body, like, dude, you got shoulders for days. What's going on? You know what I mean? Or even worse, if somebody goes, Got a great mouth on you.
4: <laughs> what?
7: Hold on, bro. Just for uh, the record, Brian Callan was staring into my
5: eyes. When it so I died. actually got
7: staring, got lost in him. <laughs> got lost in him.
3: Man. You do that with a really nice lilt in your voice for days.
7: Days. Yeah, for days. Wilcox, what are you working with downstairs? <laughs> Oh, what kind man. of swinging right yeah, <laughs> okay. I've got a pipe you swing right wrestling? Yeah, what got of pipe are you working with? Uh, <laughs> oh, as right a friend, there. show me. As a goof, let me see it. As a goof. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you got rubs? Bro, as a goof, as a goof, lose those bands. <laughs> Dude, it's just, but I'm, you know I'm straight, you're straight, but as a goof. <laughs> Lose them pants. (laughs) I'll lose mine just as a goo. Feel like you've experienced this. I'm behind you, looking at your (laughs) cats or something else. Are you flexible or what? 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 (laughs) (laughs) Echo. Why is there an echo (laughs) in here? Here. Here. All right. All right. well, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. You All want to right. play with the big boys? Stick your finger in the cage, you get bit. Here, All
3: right. Here's what I do want to do, and we we got a little bit behind, so we're uh, we got we got to take a quick break. However, what last time you were here, and Chelsea knew the exact date. It was two years ago, February.
7: Chelsea
3: well, it's got a thing for me. I know she does. <laughs> I really she
7: really By the way, down marking the days. Wilcox's calves have a thing for you. No, no, no. no.
3: Let's stay off the calves. By the Sorry. way, she. Uh, I don't know if you noticed. She put on special shoes. She's a
7: good-looking woman. I'm going to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. That's a good-looking woman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Uh, she
1: Experiment.
7: wrote down
3: a quote that you said last time you were here, literally wrote it down and has kept it as like a motivational thing on the wall. Really? Yeah. You Not said kidding.
0: something that wasn't total BS. Really? Yeah.
3: And so uh, I want to share what I this quote it. is with you. I'm, so,
0: I'm flattered by that.
3: We'll, uh, we'll oh, do it here in a second. That. Brian Callen is here. You can follow him at Brian Callen on uh, Twitter and uh, I'll share this quote. That tr- I'm not. I mean, I'm not kidding. Chelsea, this has deep it's, meaning. You for changed Kelsey. her life. Damn. Uh, <laughs> we'll share that with you next. Hang on. Stand by. The Woody and Wilcox Show. So the man sitting in the studio with us uh, is Brian Callen, and uh, I, I want to get to what we teased here before we went to the break uh, a second ago. But uh, I'm sort of curious about because we were joking when we were talking about you earlier this morning that. I, it'd be easier to list things that you haven't been involved in as opposed to <laughs> listing the TV shows that you've been in. I mean, it's a it's a long list.
7: I guess so. I mean, you've done a ton My of... My father it. calls me and says that once in a
3: while. you have been I in mean, a lot of
7: stuff. Well, you have
3: been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, you do the stand-up, obviously, and you're traveling around right now doing that, but, I mean, Hangover, Hangover 2, yeah. and you Goldbergs. know, your original cast member of Mad TV. Yeah.
7: Um, do, if somebody sees you in public, like... What do they recognize you for something specific now? You know, the Goldbergs, because I play the coach on the Goldbergs, and this isn't we're just starting our fourth year, but uh, no, actually, I think it's season five. But um, I mainly the the fascinating thing is I get recognized from my podcast, The Fighter and the Kid. Really, we just got over 10 million downloads in a month. Wow, it's become like when I go to Bellator, these fight, or the UFC, when I go watch fights. I've never experienced that kind of attention. I mean, I've been doing this for 20 years. Isn't that amazing? It's nuts, man. I mean, I go and they know me as Brian Callen. In Canada, I was with my buddy in Vancouver. I'm not exaggerating when I say this, and it's because of the podcast. Every 10 feet, they knew me by name it was i i, I was joking and, with my buddy i go sorry dude i'm super famous i can't get anywhere and i've never had that experience it's him and and just Brent for somebody and Schaub. who doesn't know and and Schaub, yeah. i
3: mean and i know i know you're not bragging you're saying that because you truly are in awe because you're right this
7: well, guy has done so many movies and so many tv shows good ones yeah um and he's a great stand-up. the guy you know I'm, i've always been that i've always accepted i was going to be a character actor or just that guy i yeah. don't care i love stand-up and, but when you start getting recognized by name because of a podcast, right? The business is changing, and you go, "This is crazy, man!" Right? Like, think about ten million downloads in a month. We just got our numbers back. Like, that's that's. I don't know what that means. And we're you know, we're just it's below all that. the world. <laughs> right. We are just below that. You're just below it. You're just <laughs> right. below. And now that you have me on, get uh, ready for starting. It's, it's called the Bropra, effect, guys. <laughs> is that what um, it is? Bropra. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it is. I mean, it's
3: it's the it's. Everybody talks and jokes about the internet, but that's what it is. I mean, this, like kids today, we just saw the stat the other day that like if you ask a kid under a certain age what they want to be when they grow up, yeah. YouTube star is the number one answer for the first time uh, ever. like that's it's unfortunate not But, ways, but, but, but yeah. I mean, it speaks to what the power of the internet yes. is, and it's not TV, it's not movies, right. it's not NFL. I want to be on the internet, mm-hmm. and I want to be, that's that's the new place to be the top of the, the heap.
7: Well, just Instagram. So I posted an Instagram video the other day. I think it got... I, the last time I saw it, I think it got. Um, let's see. Let's. See, I'll tell you in two seconds. It was. Uh, yeah, it's got sixty over sixty thousand views. Think about that. Like sixty. So it just put sixty thousand people in a stadium. I. What? It's, right. I'm just doing right. a video. Right. But you know, the, it's 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 a very surreal thing, right? Where where people are, and that's. I'm not even followed by that many people. Think about other people that are posting things like. Where where three million people watch me, it's very surreal. It's a very strange thing because it means everything and it means nothing at the same time. It just the lens is on you for longer than it is on someone else sometimes. But it actually, I don't know what it means in the long run. I I, I do know that the responsibility of being original, as a comedian, as a writer, as a right. painter, as a musician, doesn't go away. Right, and that is never solved, and that is never really accelerated by attention. In fact, it might be to your deficit that all that attention comes to you that quickly at a young age, i.e. a YouTube star. If you want to be an artist, sorry, but that's the answer, that's the word for it, which which really in many ways I think is a drive to be understood and gives your life meaning and metaphor. It's the things we stay alive for. It's the things that our culture, the cornerstone of our culture. What do you point to as a culture? You point to your your. Your art, your artistic expression. When you think of India, you think of the Taj Mahal. Right. When you think of Athens, you think of the Acropolis. You think of Sophocles. I mean, When you think of England, you think of Shakespeare. To be original as an artist, or at least to reach for that, is not going to uh, be solved by getting a lot of it. You might make money, so you don't have to have a reg- another job, but for the most part... I don't know if it's so good for art. And, and this is why your
3: podcast kills it, is because, you know, listen, to, I mean, this is the smartest thing we've had on the show in yeah. uh, two years, so. How dare you? It's easy to listen to him talk, right? It's Brian Callen, at Brian Callen on Twitter. Oh. I think our dick made, jokes are just as deep as what he says. Say, right? nothing wrong with dick
5: jokes. Brian
0: can do those jokes, and he can talk like this. That's why people like him.
5: Well, thank you. Speaking of that, you. Uh, you made an impression on young Chelsea over there <laughs> last time you were here. So Brian was here about
3: two and a half years ago, and uh, during the course of chatting like we are now, you said something, Brian, and it meant so much to Chelsea that this morning when we were talking about you being on the air with us, she said, you know, I wrote down a quote that he said last time he was here and she, I you hope know, it was
7: my quote. Go ahead. Do you want to hear what it was that yeah, meant yeah,
3: so yeah. much in Chelsea's life that she wrote it down? Yes. Do you have this hanging somewhere in your home, Chelsea? No, it's just in my seat on it's my computer. Cat, on her
7: back. Right.
3: Here's the quote from Brian Callen from uh, two years ago when he was in the studio with us. Quote, I am a white American male living in 2015 with health care, disposable income and I get paid for what I love to do. There are no complaints. I won the historical lottery. Mm. That's called perspective. You've got to look at what you have. So much of life is learning what not to think about. That's a very important thing. People should not make to, should people should make not to do lists. We spend a great deal of our time thinking and doing things that are not to our benefit. And that don't make the world a better place. Happiness is perspective.
7: Uh, that's great. Well, oh that is my quote. So Did you that steal? Is, that you didn't that, steal that, that no, from that's somebody. That's my thought. That is my thought. That is something that I think about.
0: No, I love that. That and, resonated and, with y- me. Then, so I wrote it down.
7: Oh, I appreciate that. That that is an important thing to think about. Like so much of we're we're raised to think that you've got to add to your personality. And then I'll be fine. But maybe, I don't know. I mean, I do think you have to add a skill set and you have to get good at things. But there is there is that that idea that learning, sort of getting out of your own way and learning what not to think about. Is that beautiful, that beautiful metaphor? Um, this is this is so funny, everybody. But Michelangelo, when he was going to paint the statue, I mean, when he's going to carve the statue, the David, the, the, you know, in, in, in the, I think it's in the book, The Agony and the Ecstasy. But he painted the Sistine Chapel. He did, he, he sculpted the the statue of David. And when he was looking at the the legend goes, he was looking at the marble, the piece of marble. He called it carne, which means meat. He was looking at the piece of meat, and he's gonna he's gonna sculpt some beautiful living human being out of marble. Think about that. And he said, uh, "It's in." there. They said, "How are you gonna do it?" He said, "Well, it's already in there. I've just got to get all the crap out of the way." Which is a beautiful way of thinking of your own life. Like you, you're the perfect you is already it already exists. You just got to get out of your own way and get all the crap out of your own way. <laughs> God guys, we need music. I need violins. I know. I, know. And I need hearts behind have, me when I, I
5: talk. Fake, I have fake like, clapping behind me. Mm-hmm. I know in my top. life I'm just like that statue, little tiny wiener.
7: Dude, just, you know what? But, it's, but you know what? It's tasteful and not vulgar. And <laughs> right, Who wants but, to walk around with a hammer like me? It's such a pain in the ass if you can fit it in clothing. I can't I can't wear spandex. Right. It's right. Cycling not, I, shorts are out. I know. It's crazy. I gotta draw a line on it with lipstick because I can't go too far.
3: Believe There's, me, they're <laughs> Plenty of dudes listening who heard what you just said there and said he said carved meat.
5: <laughs> I said <So>. carved
3: meat. <laughs> uh, Brian Callen is here at Brian Callan on Twitter is the way to find him. Uh, I think we can do one more yep. segment and uh, we'll chat next. And uh, you know you should follow him because he's traveling around this country doing yeah. shows. I got
2: my stuff. Step- the Woody and Wilcox Show. <laughs> uh,
3: he's been in a hundred movies and TV shows, but uh, you know him probably from his podcast where he cannot walk through the state of uh, the, the city of Vancouver without being stopped every. time 10 the feet. fighter and the kid. That's right. Brian Callen is uh, is here with us. Does Brendan Schaub get stopped as much, or
7: do people just yes. ignore him just yes, like yes, the podcast? he does? No, he does? gets stopped as much. <laughs> and uh, we, I call. With
9: Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry,
5: sorry, we're here.
1: We were getting lucky in the limo when we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
7: I'm hungry eyes because he's (laughs) 6'4 and 250 and pretty handsome. So, yeah, hurts my feelings because he gets eye raped. (laughs) (laughs) He gets eye humped at least. Eye humped.
5: But then when they see that cauliflower ear, that doesn't turn some of the ladies off. They,
7: they, they, he's a beast. They love it. Yeah, yeah. They're like, God, that's too strong. You don't have any folds in your ear. It's really yeah. weird and thick. Uh, Richard Simmons, the great Richard Simmons. He was walking. Brennan was walking down the street in a tank top, and Richard Simmons stopped, and he was in a he was in the passenger side of a, a SUV Range Rover, and he goes, "Oh my God, you are delicious. I just want to steal you and take you home." <laughs> um. When was this? this? was like before he was When being Brendan first captive. got to LA, I oh. was like, "All right, man. Well, now I'm kind of busy right now." <laughs> well, whatever. You're lost.
3: That's <laughs> how you know you've made it, by the way. No yeah. question, yeah. right? Yeah. So you're a like a, you're a martial arts guy. You're a little bit of a boxer too, right? But All well, of that stuff, doesn't I, that?
7: I got punched in the face yesterday, so yeah.
3: Um, but I like the fight your, game. Yeah, I mean, what do you think? I, you must have thoughts about the uh, McGregor, McGregor Mayweather uh, thing. Yeah, is this a farce, or do you I are you excited about it?
7: a spectacle. I think it's a. Yeah, which I like. But, um, you know, you're talking about are you you asking if Conor has a chance at boxing him? I don't. I I don't think so, because it's a different sport. I mean, well, let's let's Conor McGregor is a really good boxer for the UFC. He's got great hands and he's a very good fighter. But the, the best ever, the best boxer ever. The guy who made Manny Pacquiao miss, the guy who did what he wanted to Canelo, the guy who's never lost, the best defensive fighter in maybe history. Right. I don't know if you have to be an expert in boxing or fighting, you know, but th- that th- the guy who knocked out Ricky Hatton and does whatever he wants to you. No, nah, I don't think I don't see it. I don't, but I, I don't see it in a million
3: years. Anymore. But something that you would watch, yes or no? Yeah,
7: yeah I'll watch it because I right. love. I love Conor McGregor. Right. I love Floyd Mayweather. Uh, uh, You know, I like I like the I like the energy that shows up. But I'm also very curious because to be completely honest with you, I know that that he uh, Conor McGregor is making 100 million or whatever he's making for this, which. But I I'm very surprised because he understands fighting so deeply that he's going to put himself in a ring with a great boxer. That's crazy because he could get hurt.
3: Right, you could get hurt, or could at least get embarrassed. Right, just
7: get your jaw broken. I mean, you every time you throw on a guy like that, it's a liability. You're not. You can't just jab Floyd Mayweather. He understands the, the chess your, game. He knows your patterns. Yeah, he knows everything you do. He will feel you out. What are you doing? Okay, I see what he does. It, and he'll get your patterns. And then what happens is, as he he sees you start a pattern, he's going to meet you halfway. He's going to stop that pattern. That's what those great. They can chunk information. They can just see everything. You're standing a certain way. They can see it all. Yeah. I mean, anybody's ever been in the ring with anybody who's better by far, or or even if you play basketball and you play a great, they, they just see what you're doing. They they. It's like when you play a chess master. The reason a chess master can beat 50 people at once is he's seen that board. He sees the board. He's been, I've been there a thousand times. Right. Boxing is even worse probably because the. You know, the penalty is a crack to your jaw. He's so accurate. Right. The only thing I can say is that Floyd Mayweather at 40 has very bad hands. I think he has to have his hands shot out with lidocaine. So maybe Floyd makes it fun because he can't, you know, I mean, sorry, Connor makes it fun because Floyd can't can't hit hard enough to knock him out. And then Connor crowds him in the corner, works his body, catches him a couple times, and then we have fun. If Connor goes the distance, oh, my God. Then it's yeah. a huge win for him. Have we heard what Mayweather might make for the fight? Have you heard of that? I think something like a hundred million dollars or something crazy. I know he's in tax trouble. I know he made seven hundred million dollars in his career, and apparently he owes the IRS six million dollars and, and needs to fight to, to get which yeah. is so crazy. It's like Johnny Depp has made literally seven hundred million dollars in his career, and apparently he had to borrow a million dollars. Like, what are you doing, bro? Yeah. What are you doing, man?
3: Well, we've seen all those things, right? Because he's had to document in court what he spends money on. And some of it is just, you read it and you go, that can't right. be right. He's yeah,
7: shooting, now. shooting uh, Hunter S. It. Thompson's ashes out of a can. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't spends a
3: million dollars a month true? on wine or something. I mean, it's just, it's like stuff you can't even imagine. The man has
5: Crazy. a tattoo that says, Wino Forever. Is, okay. that, is that right? He but loves he, his
0: wine. To Brian's point, though, I mean, you, don't you have a guy that just takes care of that for you? Or can you not say, hey, guy who manages my money, can you make sure my taxes are paid? Just let me know. I d I don't, don't get it. I don't well,
7: understand. The the um the problem is that sometimes there's not enough money in your coffers and they and by the way, when you have a client that big and you're getting five percent or three percent or whatever it is to work for them, mm-hmm. you're not telling them anything. Yeah. Cause they're the king and they keep making money. Yeah. So right. you're not gonna be the one to rain down on their parade. You might get fired. And if you're the, and you get fired, you're out millions of dollars, right? Yeah. So you know, if you are If you're dumb enough to spend that much money, just keep riding it. <laughs> keep you're socking your right. money away. You're not going to jail.
5: No, you just ride it right into the ground. Yeah,
7: you know, you see this all the time. I'm always amazed at how broke actors and entertainers become it's so crazy because you live a life if you're a public figure you're not you're not not flying first class it's embarrassing to be in coach right 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 right. that's one tiny example but also
5: do you fly here first class
7: yeah (laughs) <laughs> but that, that's only because it was a red eye and I had to sleep I fly coach, I'm not fly. what do you mean 1700 bucks to, to suffer, to, to fly first class from LA to New York for five hours, 1700 bucks? or I can spend $350, i am spending $350 i will sit and coach with no I hope I get recognized, you know what I mean but I'm not, no, I'm never gonna that's crazy, Yeah, it's too much, it's too much money for six right. inches of
0: that's remote? why I hear this stuff about these fights and they do it on purpose to tell me how much these people make, Well, Cox has paid and more for six
5: inches, stop
7: well, it I was going to say, it's paid a lot more for so
5: it. So I'm always the one that's trying to bring
7: it back down to our level. And I like it. <laughs> you two can discuss six
0: inches over lunch if you would like, though. Oh, We'd be happy. To pay
7: six, six inches, please. What, am I walking around with a nub? Uh-huh. <laughs> I need a holster for this bad boy. i got to uh, do that four times to get six inches. I
0: don't even know what we were talking about. Four something times. about being paid $100 million for a fight. All right. right. I like I'm you switching, I'm right. switching gears you. is
3: what I'm doing. I'm going to bring this in. Brian Callen is here, at Brian Callen on Twitter. By the way, what's the story with the thing you did with Joe Rogan where you guys were in Alaska? Yeah. You were hunting. Was this something that we was on hunting. TV? Did I see Was it the sportsman's
7: channel or yes, something like the that? Sportsman's channel. We do something called meat eater. Yeah. Meat eater. Right. And, uh, we go out with this guy, Steve Ranella, who's a master hunter and we, we gear up, we gear up, but you know, Rogan doesn't take me anymore. Cause now Rogan's into, uh, archery. And he bought me a bow for my birthday. I got a bow, which was a Hoyt bow, some really expensive bow. Okay. And I was like, oh, bow. Oh. And you know, when somebody buys you something, I was like, this is amazing. I held it up. I go, like, oh, look at how it's weighted. It's incredible. I was holding it. And he goes, You're holding it upside down. <laughs> <laughs> and I, like, ah, I know, because no, I know that. And I, so and, I, and I said to him, I go, um, let me come with you. He was in Hawaii shooting deer with a bow and arrow. I go, well, let me come. Let me come to Hawaii. He goes, "No, you're not good enough. I, I can't, I can't risk it, because I, I, would wound the deer, and I haven't um, practiced enough. Uh, Guess what? I don't have time for archery. I'm too busy. So busy, <laughs> too busy. So busy, too being, too busy. being a superstar, hey, hey, making money, and class. having sex. You know what I'm saying, guys? <laughs> right. Everybody. What, uh,
3: what else is on the uh, on the horizon other than the uh, TV show? So,
7: yeah, the Goldbergs is good. Um, I have something I am pitching. It's a TV show that I'm writing. And uh, stand-up, podcast, and that's, that's my, my plate is very full. Yeah. He's a busy dude. Do you, uh-huh.
3: do you think there'll be a, I know you weren't in Hangover 3, would there be another, do you think? And would you I be in that? I don't think they'd be able to get it. You think done. they'd be done with that? I think it's been done. Yeah.
7: Yeah. I play tennis, and I make noise when I hit the ball. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> my backhand is is, it's feminine. Like he can't hear it. <laughs> that's what I, yeah. That's so uh,
3: Why do we? Why do we have that uh, sound effect so handy? I don't know, but
7: there it is. I anyway, sexy I go, oh. all right, we're gonna we're gonna. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, when, when you I play tennis. Sorry, he's trying to bring it. I know is I'm trying, to, but then I see Will the look Cox on Woody's face. It, I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm letting it He got it go. excited. I went like this. I went, uh, and he went. He goes. What do you body <laughs> sprung up in the chair, and he goes. Do you? <laughs> I was like, hey, take it easy over there, Woody.
5: Uh, I am I raping you right now. All right, well yeah, I'm gonna yeah, learn You're
7: this. making me really uncomfortable, Woody. He... Yeah, me well Brian, every day. Too, Why? Probably. Why? Because he's got wood? Hey, Brian! Hey, hey, uh, right. he on, on that note. What is happening? I just ruined all, nobody's coming to see me now.
3: <laughs> At Brian Callen on uh, Twitter, follow along that way. You might even see a picture of him and some dude's calves, yep. if you're lucky, because yep. that's the kind of stuff he's posting out there. That's right. Uh, BrianCallan.com I believe The website yes, as well
7: right. TFATK.com too TFATK for the fighter and the kid
3: Sweet uh, If you get a chance to see this man uh, doing comedy You should see it man It's always so awesome to have you Thank here. you buddy Thank, Thank you, you so God. much for being here Brian Callan
2: The Woody and Wilcox Show
3: So what did we learn today on the show? Nothing not really true we learned that right now ladies if you'd like to give a man a Brazilian wax and a massage he's on Craigslist and he'd like you to come to his home $100 I believe is what he was offering that's right seems like a scam but there it is nonetheless what else did we learn today on the show we learned that if you're going 108 miles an hour in a 55 even if your wife is giving birth as we speak you can get arrested and miss the birth of your child We talked to a woman whose father missed the birth of his child because he had a chicken bone in his neck. (laughs) I'm making that up. That'll be on the podcast. We learned that the folks at Pornhub.com are really struggling. Uh, The uh, premiere of the show Game of Thrones took 5% out of their normal traffic. It's not going to be easy. We're going to keep them in our prayers. I have some breaking news. Please, would you, would would you he, like breaking
5: news? I, I suppose think, so. Uh, I guess it. Ryan Seacrest will return to American Idol. Oh, yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> they just report that our long national nightmare is wow. over. They release uh, terms
3: of the agreement, how much money he's going to make, why he was holding out for so
5: long. Doesn't say. Nope. Terms not disclosed. I know I'm going to sleep
3: like a baby tonight. (laughs) It's not been easy these last few weeks. Confirmed
5: without a doubt.
3: And we had it confirmed uh, as we knew it would be, that uh, Brian Callen actor and comedian who was just in here with us moments ago is one of our favorite people. Check out the uh, video that's now been posted up on uh, the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page, and when you get a chance to see him perform, go do it. I mean, I'm not kidding. You uh, you really will enjoy. Anything else you missed, you'll find it on the podcast. Look for the Woody and Wilcox channel of iHeartRadio. If you haven't downloaded the iHeartRadio app, do that. Beat your friends into submission with the Woody and Wilcox show and so many other things, including music and other radio stations all around the country. Intern Dave, is there anything you wanted to add to the show today to uh, sort of put a bow on it for us?
0: I'm very sensitive to men sweating on my face.
3: That's not what I was looking for. I'm looking for Intern Dave, and that sounded like Chelsea. I was looking
0: for Intern Dave. Intern Dave? If you can kiss a hooker and get it, you can get it from a sweaty guy. All right. Uh,
3: awesome. Wow, what's Chelsea. up with you and the sweaty guys, Chelsea? I've
0: had some bad experiences.
3: I'm looking for Intern Dave. Intern Dave?
2: Uh, another great show, guys. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show.
3: Everyone in this room is now dumber. Not for a second have I even dwelled on the fact that the show's over. I don't... Uh... It's the Woody and Wilcox show. I don't uh, think about it. I, I try not to think about it, and therefore, I, you know, don't. Why don't you stop talking for a while? Because it's a very healthy way to deal with something that is very ultimately not that important in the long run. It's not,
2: not, uh, not important at all. The Woody and Wilcox
1: show. Beep beep. Let's do this. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky.